0: Giving testimony, I was visiting with an alum of the Newman Center this week, and it reminded me of what Jesus says today because he's in the military, and he's like, "I'm going getting ready this spring to go to the Middle East." I was like, "Wow, how do you feel about that?" He said, "Well, I'm open to it. I'm doing it." He's like, "I just hope I hope I don't have to shoot anybody, you know." But Jesus talks about Just these things of people being turned against one another, nations against nations, and even even families being turned against one another. And and really what we're hearing here is the, the symptom, we're seeing the effect of what sin does to us. The original sin made us kind of suspicious of God. Does God really want me to be happy? Can, can I really trust God with my future? I mean, I'd rather be in control of my future and, and make it what I want it to be. But can I really just let go and let God make that happen? And so we, we kind of lost trust with God. And, and the original sin also affected us. It, it introduced into relationships with, with one another. Can I really trust them? And we see this effect on the small scale, even in our own families, and on the large scale, with, between nations. And, and without realizing it, that that fear, which is not from God, can creep in. I was talking to this uh, young lady who graduated from NAU, she's married a couple of years ago, and I'm like, oh, you're, how's married life? And, and I said, uh, so you guys, you've been married for a few years. Do you, do you think you have any children anytime soon or a family? Or? And she said, I, I don't know. Um, I don't think we want to have kids. Just, I mean, right now we're looking at like global warming, and we don't know what's going to happen with the planet. I was like, oh, um, tell me about that. But in a very serious way, she's like, we will not, I I mean, there's always more to the story, but so she said, like, we're not going to have kids because we're afraid. We're afraid of the future. We're afraid of what's going to happen. But God doesn't work out of fear. The evil one does. God works through invitation and love. 1 John 4 says, perfect love casts out all fear. And so if I'm ever making a decision out of fear, we should note that that's not God leading me. If I'm afraid something's going to happen, or I'm going to do this and someone else is going to do something bad, so therefore I'm going to do something different, it's like, no. I'm going to live my life the way I feel compelled in peace and love, and if somebody else doesn't like it or whatever, I mean, that's, that's their issue. That's kind of where I think the division in family, families happens in times. You know, we, we, when we seek to do what's good, and maybe we're not on the same page with our family, they may not, may not like that. And I think this gives us an opportunity to really show who we are as Christians. One of our speakers, we just had a student retreat this weekend, he said, he said as, I, as I kind of live my life in high school and college, I, I just kind of noticed that I, I just felt different than my friends a little bit. Like what, what they thought was important, what they valued, what they did, like I just wasn't as interested in that and I kind of wanted other things. And I think it's in that pursuing other things that is pursuing the highest things that makes us unique and makes us stand out in a beautiful way. Our readings are, they're kind of apocalyptic in a way. We're we're looking at the end of time. We're we're at the end of our liturgical year, which Advent in two weeks begins the new year. So we're at the end of the year. And so we're looking at like the end of time. And it's looking at the end of time, remembering that creation is finite, that my life is finite. That it it gives rise to, to me to think about what is my life about, What's, what's the purpose of my life? What's my goal? What, where do I find meaning in life? Do I, what am I guided by? Am I guided by fear? But Jesus enters into that to say that the one who trusts in him can be guided by his peace, by his love, and, and in, in a cool way, it radiates like a light for the world to see. You can notice, right, when, when someone we know just has peace, and there's a calm, when they have charity and kindness, when they have hope. There's a lot of reasons not to have hope. And there's times when we feel discouraged. But you see this hope <coughs> shining like a light in the darkness. It just contrasts with our culture, and it's precisely that opportunity where we're invited to give testimony. You see, God God doesn't want there to be wars. God doesn't want you and I to be persecuted. God didn't want His Son, Jesus, to be persecuted. But it's precisely in those moments where their testimony rang the loudest. That in the time when it's darkest, the light shines the brightest. But that only happens when you and I are close to the light. When the Lord's light is within us, that's when we can have hope when nobody else does. That's when that light can shine uh, in the midst of that darkness. And so how do we how do we allow that light to shine? How do we make it brighter as the world gets darker this time of year? It's this drawing closer to Christ. It's sitting with the Lord, remembering the reason for our hope. That it's like Peter walking on water. When he had his eyes focused on the Lord, he was doing it. But the minute he turned to the storm, he began to sink. And so we're invited this night that in the midst of our world that <laughs> it's crazy at times, is to keep our eyes focused on the Lord, that He's the one who's going to guide us in the ship of the church to those eternal shores of, of peace and happiness. And so how do we give witness? How do we give testimony? I think we have more opportunity than we realize. Giving our testimony is not one of those things where, okay, so I have five minutes and I'm gonna share with you uh, everything about my life story. No, it's more like this. When you go back and your roommates are like, oh, um, hey, how you doing? Are you doing homework or did you go out and eat or something? You're like, or something. No, you say, I, you know, I, went, to, I went to Mass. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right, you do that thing. You're like, no, I, I find that when I go to Mass... Actually, here's a question, and then I'll go back to that. Why do you come to Mass? To receive Jesus. Like, what is, what is that... If you just reflect, just for ourselves, because everyone probably has a slightly different answer. Like, what... What does going to Mass help me with? And then that, that, that becomes that thing that when occasionally comes up and I say to my roommates, you know, I just find that on, on days when I go to Mass, it just, it just feels better. Or I just feel more peace. Or I'm just reminded that God's with me and that I don't have to do it alone. That I'm just reminded of the big picture, that God exists, and that just really helps me. And you know what's great about that is when we give testimony like that it's not really something people can argue with now people you can argue with anything but that but it becomes a great moment to say this is my experience and we can't argue with people won't argue with experience and especially if i'm encountering peace and happiness then what a great witness this week we have a witness we have an opportunity students if you want this could be a great moment. Um, this Friday, we have our big Thanksgiving dinner here. We're expecting like 300 plus people. And so it's a great opportunity where you can say to your roommates, hey, you know that Newman Center I go to? Um, they're doing a big homemade Thanksgiving dinner where you're welcome to come and just eat. And you can go and experience the place that I go to for a little bit of peace in my week. And they, and they might say, uh, what's the catch? Well, the priest might say hi to you. Um, he does that. He might try to guess your name or try to figure it out after the sixth time you've told it. But he's going to, you know, you might have to talk to him. But this it's where I go and I find community and peace. And I'm going and I'd love to have you join me. That's a way to give testimony. That's a way to give witness and to invite people to know the Lord of peace who also wants to enter into their lives. And so today we pray for the grace to keep our eyes focused on the Lord, that that our words and our actions might give testimony to the God of all time, of all creation, the God of all life, who invites me to share in his life and peace.